Hello and welcome to Life Save Her, the podcast. This is a podcast for all of my women, men you can listen to, but for all of my women to come get a weekly dose of some self-care, some self-help, and tips to live the life that you desire. I'm your host, Brittany A. Johnson. I want to set this disclaimer. While I am a licensed mental health counselor and I am going to be talking about mental health and life-related topics, this is not a substitute for therapy. This is an addition, this is a bonus, this is that kind of added support so that you have what you need in and outside of session. If you need a therapist, I encourage you to reach out to different therapists in your area, or you may also email me to get a list of therapists that I may recommend. Stay tuned for today's episode. Hello, everybody. Welcome to today's episode of Life Save Her. I have Melissa with me today, and we are going to have a conversation about self-love. Thank you, Melissa, for coming on. Of course. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. We are excited to have you as well. So I know when we were talking, you um, put on your, you know, when I was asking for guests, you've put on there that you like to talk about self-love. And so that is such a great topic that I feel like it's talked about a lot, but not in a way that people can actually do something with it. It's just like this overall thing of like, love yourself and life will be great. And there's not really a lot of meat in there. So kind of tell us how you, what your journey has been to self-love. Yeah, that's a great question. And I think too, like self-love isn't really like taking a bubble bath or going shopping. Like I think there, there is a difference between self-love and pampering. Yes. Um, I think those are two important distinctions. I think self-love is really about caring for yourself, acknowledging that you matter, that you have value, that you're worth taking care of, that you're enough. Mm-hmm. And that showing up in the world as your authentic self is the best expression of self-love that you can give yourself, but those around you, because I think so much of what we carry and what we do on the inside comes out on the outside and affects those around us. Yes. So I think that's super important. (laughs) I agree. I mean, I like that you said it's not about pampering. I remember, I don't know how long you, how long have you been in the self-love world? Let's, let's ask that before I kind of make the statement I was going to make. No, that's a good question. So I think I probably started maybe eight, 10 years ago, I would say. Okay. Okay. But it was surfacey and then it's gotten deeper and deeper. <laughs> yes. And and so the, I said, I was about to go into thinking about my first introduction to people talking about self-love openly. And it was about eight years ago. And it was this, there was an article. I, I, I can't remember which magazine, but it's one that's really popular for women. And they started talking about women being on the self-love journey but everything in the article was all about the pampering. It was like, go to the spa, go on to the beach vacation, have a you know night only in the hotel by yourself. Like there were all these like activities, but nothing really kind of got underneath the surface and really talked about how do you love yourself at whenever you, even when you can't go to the spa, right? Or if the spa is not your thing. Totally. And I think too, that's not realistic for everybody. I mean, if you're a mom and you've got kids, I mean- I am really not in a place right now where I can just jump ship and go to the hotel. I'd love to some days, but it's just not realistic. So then I think that creates more of a burden and overwhelm and anxiety of, oh my gosh, I'm not doing this. I must be missing something. Uh And that I just think it feeds into that lie. (laughs) I think so too. And I've seen people where that's happened and 
they really start to have this like fear of missing out, like you mentioned, but then mm-hmm. they really go into an increased amount of anxiety because they're failing at life at some, at, at for some reason now, based on the fact that they can't do a spa trip or what if they do go to the spa and because that's really not what self-love is about, it doesn't work. Right. right. You come right you back home like failed. <laughs> and then you fail. So then you go, here goes this increase of anxiety. And then you're going right back to the source trying mm-hmm. to figure out what did I do wrong when really it was never what it was meant to be from the start. You nailed it. <laughs> yes. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. I see. Yeah. We're on the same page here. Totally. So, <laughs> um, if you don't mind, will you tell us kind of what happened eight to 10 years ago that made you decide it was time to to do this? Yeah. So I really did not like the way I was showing up as a mom. I was crabby. I was angry. Um, felt like for me at the time, self-love was eating the Oreos in the pantry when my kids were taking a nap or uh-huh. maybe going to the grocery store and then getting something to treat myself at the checkout lane and then eating it in the car and quiet. And I realized that was really not serving me or my family. And so it was, we were like the perfect storm had been created because my husband was traveling for work. Our son was a newborn, not sleeping through the night. Our daughter was a toddler with undiagnosed food allergies and sensory processing disorder. And on top of all that, I just gotten diagnosed with PTSD from childhood trauma. So I think all of that was like, okay, I have an opportunity to change the way that I've been doing things. And Mm -hmm. I'm to not be the angry mom. I'm going to learn to take care of myself because when I'm taking care of myself, I can better take care of my kids, my family, those around me. And so that's really kind of what started my journey and it's changed everything, (laughs) but it's, it's healing. It's doing the work. It's not just going and getting, getting your toes done or going to the spa. And those things are lovely and they They have a plate, but that's not like, I tried that and it was running on fumes and leaving me dry. And what we talked about earlier, like I was a failure, I was doing something wrong, or it didn't, it didn't give me that long-term transformation that I needed. Right. That, and then thinking about, you know, I tell people all the time that, yeah, I specialize in anxiety and trauma, uh, attachment trauma. So they're like, they go hand in hand. Um, And so I tell people all the time that when you're anxious, your brain starts to crave fatty, salty foods. So then you eat those fatty, salty foods, and you think that it's going to give you this relief that you've been seeking but it really just adds more guilt and adds more frustration and adds more anxiety. And it's like this vicious cycle of, well, if I eat a few more, I can feel better about myself. But then 10 minutes later, you're like, oh, I don't feel any better. I actually feel worse. And yes. And so then I'll eat more to feel better. And it's just, it's that cycle. Uh-huh. I wrote it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Now, listen, anybody who likes Oreos, I used to be an Oreo lover. So this is not anything against Oreos. Okay. Like double stuff was my friend. But I still have them on occasion. So don't think that this means you can't eat certain foods because that's not what this is about. Um, But it is when you think about food and self-love. To me, I think about giving my body what it wants and needs, right? So not just eating fruits and vegetables or things like that, but really just kind of honoring everything that's going in and letting it have a purpose for me. 100%. I think it's being intentional too. Like I don't want to be the mom that's like, oh, it's my birthday. I can't have a piece of cake because I don't eat sugar. Like yes. if that's, that's awesome. That's just not how I wanted to show up. And so mm. I think you allocate like, how, how do I want to show up? What experience do I want to have? And you put some intention behind your choices 
And it really can change things for you. You know, I love that I'm modeling for our kids. These are different kinds of vegetables that we can try. Try them. You like them? Great. You don't? That's okay too. Like it's being willing to try new things that maybe you wouldn't have been willing to try before. Yes. I love that for sure. Definitely. Yeah. So how, since you've made this change, what all the things, like, what have you noticed? What have you been able to do with, uh, you've talked about the kids and your, your, you know, family, what about friendships and professionally? What does that look like for you? Gosh, it looks so much better. Like I can just show up as who I am and I don't feel like I have to hide behind anything or put on any pretense. I used to be um, a chameleon before and I just be whatever people wanted, but now I can show up as myself Mm -hmm. and this is who I am. And I, I love like when you can do that and you don't, I think we live in a society where we think everybody has to think the same way to get along. Yes. And that drives me bananas. Cause I believe that we can love and respect one another, even when we don't see eye to eye, like my husband and I don't see eye to eye on everything. It's not realistic. Right. So I love being able to be authentic. This is who I am. This is what I stand for. If mm-hmm. you stand for the same things, great. If you don't, that's okay too. Like this is, this is just my come from, and that's your come from. They can do the same. They can be different, but we're all in it together. That's my theory. <laughs> yes. I love that. So it's so, I'm going to ask a little bit of a personal question if that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. So you mentioned that you were diagnosed with PTSD. Did mm-hmm. you find that once you started to love yourself differently, that your symptoms decreased? 100%. So for me, that was going to a naturopathic doctor and really learning about the impact of food on overall mood and health. Because mm-hmm. before I had associated food with weight, that was my frame of reference. Yes. So learning about that was incredibly eye-opening and that gave me more energy I started mm-hmm. to exercise and I feel like I just show up different. I'm calm. I'm confident. I was really frazzled and angry and short-tempered and very, I would say, scatterbrained. Now I yes. feel like I'm focused. I'm more intentional. I'm more mindful. I used to look up to people who would speak on stages because they were so calm and so eloquent. And I was like, how do they get that way? Mm-hmm. And I thought it was to be on a stage. It's kind of back to that lie of self-love looks like this and it not uh-huh. feeling the thing, right? Because it wasn't the stage. It was the work they had done before yes. and the healing through. And that was my journey too. So I love that. I love that. And so now today um, you help other people mm-hmm. on the journey. Has there been anything when you think about your business, has there been any pivotal moments for you where you were like, you recognize even in the moment or after that making that one decision, you know, really changed the course of your business and your life? Yeah, I think it changed my life for sure. Um, Cause I remember considering going to school to get certified in, in health coach training. And my husband was like, you know, even if this isn't a business for you, it's going to impact you, which is going to impact our family. So he saw the value. So I feel like that was a really pivotal moment was saying yes to myself to uh-huh. go to school and get certified. Um, and then just the lives that I've touched along the way and hearing their stories and their impact and how it's helped them show up differently in their lives has been really amazing of being able to take my pain and kind of have it have a purpose. Oh, I love that. I love that. Okay. So I'm trying to think of, you know, um, so with your kids, have you been, did you kind of start with them when they were young with kind of, you know, having them practice some self-love activities or what did that look like for you? You know, that's a great question. I think it started with food. Like my focus was food. Like we've got to take care of our bodies and we need to eat for energy. And it really started there. And I think we kind of slacked off just because we got busy and involved with things. But now that our daughter's in high school, it's a really 
awesome opportunity to show her and her classmates, her teammates, you know, how to love yourself and respect yourself and stand up for yourself. And it just looks different at Mm -hmm. different ages. So I think I'm definitely doing that with her. Um, Our son, he's, he's still a work in progress. (laughs) You know, some he's he's younger, right? So you know, mm-hmm. it takes takes young boys a little bit sometimes, and then they enter those teenage years where it's like they have a bottomless stomach and everything needs to go in. It's almost like when they're toddlers, you know, you have a toddler, everything goes in the mouth. It's almost it seems like with with kids that that happens again when they're like between eight and fourteen or mm-hmm. yeah. So and it's that, just a, that peer pressure, that mm-hmm. that influence of peers is so important too. So I think really, you know, encouraging them that this is who you are. This is how we choose to do things in our family. And for now, this is how we're doing it. And you can make a different choice later, but right now this is why we do what we do. And I'll often say, I'm not their parent. Uh-huh. <laughs> My friend does this, their parent. <laughs> right. That's their decision for their house. Uh-huh. And that to me, that's also another way that you're, that you're practicing self-love because again, it would be easy to say, oh, well, they get to do that. Oh, well, let me let you do that too. And it goes against everything inside of you, but you're, you know, so being able to love yourself in that way is a, it helps you not fall into those traps. Cause it's easy as a parent to, you know, start comparing yourself to other parents, especially if you see their kids doing certain things or not doing certain things. And yeah, it's really easy. Yeah. And I think it's, we're talking, I think boundaries are a big piece of self-love really. I think Mm -hmm. it's having the boundaries with yourself and what you're comfortable with and what you're capable of so that you're not over committing and that you're not running yourself ragged to try to prove yourself because that's not serving anybody, including yourself. Mm -hmm. Right. Doing so listeners, this is another reminder, right? If you're not doing what's, what's true to you, you're not honoring yourself, then you will increase anxiety. You will decrease self-love. And it will be, it can start a vicious cycle. So if you had to give our list, oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. Oh, no. I was just saying you're in this constant tension of yourself. Mm -hmm. This is what I believe or think or feel, but I'm, you know, being that chameleon that I referenced earlier. Yes. And I think a lot of us go through the journey of, of being that way and trying to figure out which, which parts we want to keep, which ones we don't. I've, I've made, I said this years ago to someone that, you know, when you become an adult, it's like finding out that Santa Claus isn't real. And you have to then kind of, you know, figure out what you want to keep, you know, what you want to keep believing, what you don't. And it's the same thing that happens when you become a parent of trying to figure out, do I want to carry over the things that I learned as a child through from my parents or create something different and really doing that work to decide which way to go? Yeah. Oh, yes. Yes. So I was going to ask, what's one pack that you could give the listeners? Um, for them to start their journey with self-love? Gosh, I think just being true to yourself. And even if that's, you know, maybe it looks like you're at an event and you're not hungry, but someone offers you something and it's so easy to say, oh yes, I'll have that because you want to feel accepted or validated, but yes, not really hungry. It's perfectly fine to say no, thank you. Or if somebody invites you to do something, it's perfectly fine to say, let me get back to you. Like I think not responding right away and really kind of checking in with yourself to see where you're at can be really Mm -hmm. helpful. And it's, it's free. It's, it's not always easy, but I think it gets easier with time. Um, So I think just being true to yourself and checking in with yourself before you commit to anything can be a really good starting point. 
Oh, I definitely agree with that. So kind of as we kind of start wrapping things up, what's something that you want the listeners to take away? What's one thing or two things that you want them to take away from our conversation? I want them to know that self-love isn't selfish. I think a lot of times we get this message that if we do something for ourselves, we're bad or we're selfish. And that is just such a lie because if you're not taking care of yourself, you can't take care of those around you. It's like, if your cup isn't full, you have nothing to give. I yes. want to be so filled up that my cup is overflowing and I can give everybody. Yes. <laughs> is you that know realistic? That's, that is one of my favorite analogies. I tell people when I think about like decreasing anxiety, changing, you know, how trauma is impacting you. It's going from this place of make sure your cup is so full and make sure that you remember that you're giving people your overflow. So you're not pouring into their cups and then trying to pour into yours. You're making sure your cup is so full that everything that's flowing over is flowing into them. Yes. Yeah. And it's good. We want it to be good. (laughs) Yes. Yes. So it's like short answer to decrease anxiety, love yourself in a different way. And loving yourself means respecting yourself, honoring yourself and, and working from that lens. 100%. And it can change so much. It can really be such a game changer for the, for the positive, I think. For sure. For sure. So last thing I have is just kind of where can my listeners find you if they want to connect with you to learn more about um, what you do and how you help people and how you, you know, all of the things about you. Yeah. My website is free. The number two, the letter B coaching.com. So free to be coaching.com. I've got podcasts, books, freebies on there, a little bit of my story. Um, Go check it out. Yes. And I will make sure that the link is in the show notes as well. So make sure you guys are looking at that so that you can just click on the link straight from there. And so Melissa, thank you so much for coming on today. I really appreciate the conversation and actually gave me some things to think about for myself with changing some things for self-love that I've kind of let go of the last few months. Well, it's been a crazy time. I mean, you know, know, we're talking about having kids in sports and we're coming off the holidays and I kind of feel like February is like my new year because it's like, okay, we're. Yes, for sure. It is like I I did, you know, I did a a thing a couple of weeks ago and I was like, you know, I don't even try to do goals January one or in December. I wait until the second, third week of January to start thinking about it because there's just so much that needs to I need to process before I can think about going forward. For sure. Yes. Well, again, thank you so much for coming. And I have enjoyed our conversation today. Thank you. I have as well. It's been great to connect with you. And thank you for all that you're doing. I think this is such a great resource for so many. So thank you. Thank you. Until next time. Thank you for listening to today's episode. I hope you found the episode insightful and helpful to you on your journey. As you all know, podcasts are rated by the number of subscribers and the ratings that they receive. So don't forget to hit the subscribe button wherever you're listening to this at and also leave a rating and a comment. I welcome all comments. Also, make sure you head over to the different social medias, Instagram at Brittany A. Johnson LMHC, Facebook at Brittany A. Johnson, and even on LinkedIn at Brittany A. Johnson LMHC and follow so you can stay connected to what's going on. Talk to you soon.